In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary of a Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison. Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison. Gloria in excelsis Deo, et in terra pax hominibus, bone voluntatis, laudamus te, benedicimus te, adoramus te, glorificamus te, gratias agimus tibi, Propter maniam gloriam tuam, Domine Deus Rex Celestis, Deus Pater Omnipotens, Domine Fili Unigenite, Jesu Christe, Domine Deus Agnus Dei, Filius Patris, Qui tolis peccata mundi, Miserere nobis, Qui tolis peccata mundi, Suscipe deprecationem nostram, Qui sedes ad exteram Patris, Miserere nobis, quoniam tu solus sanctus, tu solus dominus, tu solus altissimus, Jesu Christe, cum sancto spiritu, in gloria Dei Patris. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery, grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. 
Early in the morning, Moses went up Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him, taking along the two stone tablets. Having come down in a cloud, the Lord stood with Moses there and proclaimed his name, Lord. Thus the Lord passed before him and cried out, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and rich in kindness and fidelity. Moses at once bowed down to the ground in worship. Then he said, If I find favor with you, O Lord, do come along in our company. This is indeed a stiff-necked people, yet pardon our wickedness and sins, and receive us as your own. The word of the Lord. Glory and praise forever. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our ancestors, to be praised and highly exalted forever. Blessed is your glorious and holy name, to be highly praised and exalted forever. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you in the temple of your holy glory, to be highly praised and glorified forever. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, to be praised and highly exalted forever. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you who look into the depths, seated upon the cherubim, to be praised and highly exalted forever. Glory and praise forever. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to God who is, who was, and who is to come. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned. But whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate Trinity Sunday, which has been affectionately nicknamed the Preacher's Nightmare, because most priests don't uh, look forward to having to preach on uh, the Blessed Trinity, which is kind of seen as maybe a complicated, mysterious, esoteric theological mystery that God is three persons and one God. Um, and it's sometimes hard to see exactly, okay, we believe that as Christians, we believe the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but what does that actually mean for my life? Um, how is it relevant, in other words? Sometimes it's easy to see how Jesus is preaching the kingdom, parables, um, call us to certain actions or, or transformations, but the fact that God is this mystery that almost by definition I could never truly understand, what can be said, and what does it mean for me? Um, I would venture to say that though that is a relatively recent phenomenon, at least like in the last 500 years, because um, historically in the church, this has been the thing that people have felt is most relevant. In fact, like wars and, and um, uh, persecutions have, have come out of simply Trinitarian theology. Like in the Nicene um, Creed, the Greek word homoousios, consubstantially translated, or back in the day, one in being, was a hugely controversial term, and many people thought it should be homoiousios. Um, he's of, of like substance, not the same substance. The, the son is consubstantial with the father, or the son is like the father. That was a Trinitarian statement, that the son is equal, co-equal, of the same substance as the father. He's not a creature. He's not inferior in any way or subordinate to the father. The only thing that the son doesn't have that the Father has, is that he's the Father, and he's the Son. They're, they're distinct. They're not the same person, but they are one of substance. And then the other most controversial um, term in the creed is filioque. That's the Latin, which was the division about a uh, thousand years after Christ between the East and the West Church. We still have that division today between the Orthodox churches and the Catholic Church um, over this one little word, that the Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son, we say, in the West. And in the East, they say, he proceeds from the Father, period. Um, I won't go into all of the details of what, what those things mean, but people have died over these words. Um, people have fought hard to get these words in or out of the creed. Um, it matters what we believe about God and his essence, in other words. Um, that the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. They are all three persons and one God. But we only know this because of, of the missions of those persons. Like, this is true whether or not the Son ever comes to save us from our sins or the Spirit is ever poured out on Pentecost. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, an eternal, subsistent relationship of love, self-gift. Um, that would be true even if he had never created us, even if he had never come to save us from our sins, if he had never come to inhabit us as a soul to the body or draw us into the mystery finally in heaven of his Trinitarian love. That is simply his essence. That's the reality. Um, and why is that relevant? One, all reality is relational. Remember the story that a friend of mine told about um, this old priest who a squirrel came up to him on a park bench and almost like begging for food. These squirrels were so tame from having lived in this park. And this old Irish priest says, See, Brendan, it's like Joseph Ratzinger said. He's like, what? <laughs> all, all reality is relational. 
like this squirrel was coming up to him to like, hey, <laughs> you know, I think about that with the rabbits out in the patio. Like these, I want to relate to reality and reality wants to relate to me. Why, why is that? Why isn't the universe like, you know, we sometimes are tempted to say this cold, empty place that's mostly isolated. We are mostly alone. Nature is mostly this ruthless, competitive, um, mean thing that we have to defend ourselves against. But the reality is sometimes you, you, know, you think it's like pie in the sky idealism, but that's the truth of the matter is that we exist because God loves us. And all of reality is a, a reflection of that love. I saw an atheist on Twitter who said, oh, Christians believe that all these 80 billion galaxies were created just so God could give them a pretty sky. You know? Like, that's so ridiculous. And it's actually true. Like, <laughs> that's what we believe, that God loves us that much. That it's not like annoying to him to have to create something super big and awesome for us to enjoy. Um, and that gets into the second reason it's relevant, that God is trying. He doesn't need us. God is complete. He's perfect on his own. He's not lonely. And like he needs us to, to keep him company or to do his chores. That's not why he made us. And sometimes we believe that lie. That like, I need to do something for God. Um, a friend of mine on Trinity Sunday preached about, like, when you have a baby, um, does the mother or the father ever hold the baby, this brand new creature that they that have come from them and their love, and look at them and be like, when are you going to get a job? <laughs> you know, like, you're just a mouth to feed here. Like, that, even a human parent doesn't think so crassly about their child. That, like, I came, I brought you into the world because I need you. That's not love. God created us even more perfectly out of love. And so he looks at us like that. It's, you know, for us to believe the lie that we need to, like, pay him with our little pennies and buttons that we have in our pockets for, like, food or, or, or his love, it's ridiculous. It's a total lie from the devil. Um, God... We only exist. The, 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 the proof that we are loved is that we are. That we are. That he's, he's given us uh, a share in his being, in his existence. Um, and finally, it, the reason the Trinity is relevant is because the Trinity is our destiny. You know, in the beginning, when Adam and Eve were made, they were created to enjoy perfect friendship with God and with each other and with nature, with themselves. And they fell. Um, and so we don't enjoy that. Like, we, we long for it, but this world is a veil of tears. It's, it's overshadowed by sin and the enmity uh, between God and man, man, man and each other. Um, and this gospel today, God sent his son into the world not to condemn it, but to save it. Um, and those who believe in him will have eternal life. Now, there's some interpretations of the cross that says, well, this, this was God's way of, of, of satisfying his wrath because God is perfectly just and perfectly merciful. He had to have his justice satisfied. And so we who deserve death because of our sins, Jesus suffered it instead of us. Um, there are ways of understanding the, the cross in a, a substitution way that Jesus stands in for us. But to see it that way is to kind of pervert the nature of God. God does not like love seeing Jesus die on a cross. It's like, oh, now I'm satisfied because I was so mad about sin. The truly Catholic soteriology, theology of salvation, is that Jesus came to go into all the depths of darkness to set it all right, to put it back in order. And he had to go to the heart of the matter, to the heart of our sin, which is a killing of God or an attempt at assassinating God. 
We want your stuff, but not you. That's Adam and Eve. And so Jesus puts himself and says, look, this is what you want. And he, he orders it back. To, to, but it's not just back to the Garden of Eden with us, back to perfect friendship with God. And he wants us to actually be him. And that's, that's the sending of the Holy Spirit, is that the Spirit inhabits us in our baptism, um, gives us a unique mission. Um, we become sons and daughters. We occupy the place in the Trinity of the Son. And so it's better than, that's the, the Easter Vigil uh, exalted, oh, happy fault, a blessed sin of Adam that warranted us so great a Redeemer. Because if, maybe if we'd never sinned, we never would have gotten that, that he would allow us to participate in the Trinity. Um, we can't possibly understand it, what it's going to be like. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has in store for those who love him. But that's all that matters. Like, we, we don't think of the Trinity as like, oh, yeah, but how does that matter for my life? It's all, literally all that matters. The only thing that's important is that God is love, that all reality is relational, that God doesn't need us. He simply loves us and wants us, wants what's good for us. And the highest good possible is that we participate in this eternal relationship of love forever. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Faith and confidence we offer our prayers to the Father. Pray for the Church, for Pope Francis, Cardinal Supic, and all our pastors, and all the faithful people of God. We pray to the Lord. Pray for peace in our world. Pray for those who lead us in government, all those in authority. We pray for peace in our city, in our families. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our students and their families and their intentions. In the summer, they may persevere in faith. Pray for our benefactors and their intentions. We pray to the Lord. Pray for an end to this epidemic, for restoration of our society, for the intentions we hold in our hearts. In this Mass, we pray for Donnie and Alicia Bungham and family and their intentions. We pray to the Lord. Father, hear these prayers and answer them according to your will. We trust in you through Christ our Lord.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And the Lord accept the sacrifice of yours, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his church. Sanctify by the invocation of your name, we pray, O Lord our God, this oblation of our service, and by it make of us an eternal offering to you, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God and one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in a trinity of one substance. For what you have revealed to us of your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity in substance and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by angels and archangels, cherubim too and seraphim, who never cease to cry out each day, as with one voice they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Blaise, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise that they offered for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray. Graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, 
Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants who, those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies. Graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through Christ our Lord, to whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, Bless them and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. On behalf of those who can't receive communion today, we pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May receiving this sacrament, O Lord our God, bring us health of body and soul as we confess your eternal holy trinity and undivided unity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Sabe Regina, 
Mater misericordiae, vita dulcedo, et spes nostra salve, a te clamamus, exules filiere, a te suspiramus, gementes et plentes, in hac lacrimarum vale. Ea ergo, Advocata nostra, illos tuos, misericordes oculos, ad nos converte. Et Jesum, benedictum fructum ventris tui, nobis, post hoc exilium, 